I know Zdenek, he make everything hard. Hard training, hard concentrated. This is uh, why it's only one Zdenek Štibar. Zdenek Štibar not born every year, every 10 years, every, I don't know. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Cyclocross Social Podcast. Today we'll be taking a look ahead at the next round of the Cyclocross World Cup held in Tabor inside the Czech Republic on an iconic venue. Before I introduce my two guests of the show, I would like to let you guys know that if you have any reactions, comments or whatever, feel free to either leave a review or send an email to the email address in the description. That is noah at cyclocross.com at cyclocross with three S's at the end. Then today I have a special guest joining me to take a look ahead at the World Cup. He is from the Czech Republic and has been multiple times national champion of the Czech Republic. He does not speak the best English, he already told us, but nevertheless he agreed to come on our podcast and we are very grateful for that. We have joining us the silver medalist of the 2001 World Championships held in Tabor, Peter Dlask. Welcome on the show, Peter. Hello, thank you. Thank you for the invite. As usual, I am also joined by Issam. Everybody. So we'll talk about the World Cup in Tabor, which is one of the only classic races outside of Belgium. Better you've raced there on the new and the old parkour. What makes the race special? For us, it's important that uh, is this big race. Uh, beginning 2001 was the World Champions, and uh, two years before was the Two Ties World Cup. For us, it is special that. Uh, Young riders can uh, see big stars from uh, foreign countries, like was before Svenis, Mario de Klerk, uh, Erwin Verweke, and then coming uh, Zdenek Stibar. It was for Czech riders, big star, and many people, uh, they follow the, the way for Zdenek. So in Czech, we have this big race, and uh, it's perfect that uh, organizer Agentura Cyklistica make it every year. It is not easy because you know how it is situation now about uh, COVID that uh, find money and find good partners. It's not easy, but uh, after two years, we have here uh, world champions and it is also for Czech people, Czech riders and Czech fans uh, really special. So we are happy with this and track. I uh, started uh, before, it is already 20 years, I started on uh, old track. Yeah, it was, uh, it was more, it was more uh, upstairs, but uh, it was also special. It was a long uh, way there and uh, turn and long way back. Yeah, so it was uh, a little bit older and now it is more climbs. Uh, because uh, track is now now uh, more near a river and uh, there is uh, all area and is there good place for fans because from one position you can see uh, 70% uh, track i can imagine that it's special being able to race or even just have a big race in your country especially if it's not belgium or the netherlands where it isn't normal you had the honor of being able to ride a big race, the biggest race, I must say, in your own country. You briefly mentioned it already, the 2001 World Championships in Tabor. 
Could you tell us something about that race? It was nice race, special race. Uh, sometimes I remember it was for us that uh, really uh, after long time was in Czech Republic uh, world champions because many years back it was uh, 1987 in Mladá Boleslav. It is our city where I live. So I was there on this world champions already when I was young. And uh, there I began in uh, a lot uh, cyclocross. And it was for us that we can start on uh, this big race in Czech. It was for us a hard situation it, uh, before many fans from Czech and also many fans from Belgium. I uh, already two years before start on many races in Belgium and what I feel I have, uh, I like it to Belgian fans and uh, there was special that uh, was front Mario Reclair, Erwin Verfecken and it was still special that was uh, snow and uh, was around zero. Sometimes was uh, ice, sometimes was muddy. So really, really uh, echt cyclocross and I was second. Yeah, it was a little bit pity, but uh, win. Erwin and he was best, so it's like it is, but remember many time on this race. Yeah, did you expect that you could end second there or was it a surprise for you? Uh, I have good season. Uh, I was, I think, four or six times before on this, on during season I was uh, on podium on World Cup. I know that it was in Ludelange. Uh, also, was World Cup in Solder, uh, Zedam, it, it was a race in Holland. So I was good, I had a good season and I feel good, but uh, you know how it is, you can be two times, five times on podium on World Cups, but World Champions race is a little bit older. Then must, uh, for this race you must concentrate and must be everything best from morning till afternoon and race. And, uh, uh, for me, it was special that it was really in Czech and uh, Czech fans helped me many times and uh, they give me they give me many power and uh, I believe that I can be in podium, but you know how it is. You must make uh, one hour hard cyclocross, hard race, and then uh, you can be on podium, but uh, it was perfect and uh, surprise. It was good for me that I was on podium. A uh, little bit, little bit uh, bad that uh, lost uh, title one or two seconds, but that's life. Later, they changed the parkour of the World Cup. Which one do you like better, the new one or the old one? I think that uh, this track uh, is what's now. It is uh, more modern, like uh, it was before 20 years. Yeah. Now uh, the track uh, has uh, two uh, ste steps passage. Also, is there important place for uh, hurdles? It is who uh, know it and who jump hurdles. He has big advantage because after hurdles is small climb, and uh, it is about technique. And also, is there nice uh, start and finish passage? Uh, uh, that, that is areal and uh, for uh, young people they begin in their training and uh, for when you go uh, every category is more and more 
you feel that okay i will be have uh, good condition i will be cyclocrossman and i will be for future maybe start on the uh, world cups a bit uh, with uh, juniors category under 23 it is uh, thinking for future so i think that this track is uh, more modern and uh, for fans like i say already on start uh, fans they can uh, watch from one place 70 percent uh, the track and it is important now for television is uh, interest for uh, public so i think that it is perfect uh, place for uh, cyclocross what do you think about the place on the calendar would you rather have it in January, what we've seen plenty of times when we have races in snow or ice, or would you have it in November, which we have now when it's a bit drier and faster, or doesn't it matter to you? I like it every uh, everything. I like it uh, dry race, muddy race, and snow and ice. For us, it's a little bit advantage that uh, here in Czech Republic, now it is not, but before uh, then, 15 years was uh, many years uh, snow for training and for races. So we have uh, advantage from this that can start it on uh, small races on Toy Toy Cup on snow, that we can uh, make training on snow and uh, it was good for us. But now uh, beginning not so hard uh, winter and snow and ice. I don't know how many times uh, it's in winter here in Czech. So I prefer everything and it's nice race uh, that will be muddy, but in Tavor, not will be hard muddy like in Belgium, uh, because here it is uh, ground, it's really hard. Yeah. And uh, uh, the track is 90% uh, on meadow, but not not can be there in big muddy like is in Belgium. I say like is in uh, Neil or Copenberg. Yeah, there is uh, other other grass and other ground. So I like it everything. But when it's when it's uh, dry, it is really speed race and it is uh, like criterium. And it is really about about uh, top condition. And if we look to the races this weekend. Who do you think is the big favorite then? I think I, now it is now it is uh, amazing that uh, beginning be on front uh, young uh, women. It is nice for this category. I don't know is there uh, Lucinda Brandt? Uh, uh, she has rainbow jersey. Every time when you have this rainbow jersey, you have more power like other. Then it's a Benzema. Then, uh, like I say. Uh, young uh, riders, uh, Blanca, Kate Vaas, uh, Puck Peters, and now Srivan Anroy, uh, that have good condition. It will be amazing race, and uh, I think it will be also a really tactic race, because I don't believe that uh, front will be one rider or two riders. It will be their uh, group, and uh, who will be have uh, good tactic, he will be win. But I think normally it's uh, it's 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 gonna be indeed a a group that it's that is gonna be uh, occurring during the race. Like Peter said, it's not gonna be one guy or one woman at least that's gonna be alone going solo. I think uh, it's gonna be a tactical race for sure. And if we have seen if if the Lucinda Brandt from the European Championship is gonna be again in Tabor, 
she's going to be very good. But if it's going to be the Lucinda Brandt from a week before that, you know, it's going to be a different story. So we have to see. But I think I think Brandt and is also the younger uh, woman that, you know, have also some experience on this uh, parkour will be very good. So uh, it's going to be a tactical race for sure. I think I think that Lucinda still have plus advantage that this race is more uh, like a road race. And she have from road race many kilometers and uh, she knows she's clever for this. So we will see how she will be have much with young, uh, young uh, women's riders. Yeah, I definitely agree there. I do think Brandt looked incredibly strong at the European Championships on the Van Berg. Yeah. And I think she will be probably the big favorite here. I am, however, interested to see if Betsema can bounce back because I don't believe that one bad weekend at the European Championships means that Betsema is out of contention. She was very good throughout the season. And as Peter said, we have the road experience and Vash is also a very good rider on the road. Yeah, that's true. I think uh, Vash and Brandt will be competing with Betsema. I see those as the three big favorites. And perhaps behind that we find a big pack because the women's race is always open with young riders. Peterson should be a parkour for Alvarado. Perhaps we can see Honsinger if she gets a good start. Plenty of names. Uh, but yeah, I think those three are the main names that we can expect at the front of the race. Perhaps Katablanka Vash, it's of course a race in Czech Republic. Perhaps there will be some Hungarian fans for her there. I think she's a very dangerous outsider. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And we will see how it will be. A race is open. And what do we expect from Alvarado? I just mentioned her. I think it's a parkour for her. Not having a great season so far, but she did get fourth at the European Championships. Do you guys think that she can maybe compete for a podium here? This is uh, this is big uh, questions. Uh, I know how was uh, what was problem with uh, with uh, Alvarado, but I think that she have good uh, team. She have good team around her, and uh, when not now, so on uh, during or end season, she will be in top uh, condition because they know it uh, how how prepare for uh, hard uh, time. It beginning on a during uh, Christmas time, where is there many races in Belgium, and uh, is there a hard program? And I believe that she will be also on end season good. I can I can only agree with that. I think uh, she had when she came back, she was she came back very strong in uh, in Zonhoven. So I thought from there she she would contend for victory, but then Overijs was not so good. Kopenberg was okay on the European Championship. She showed she had good condition, but just not really, you know, the end part was there. Yeah, I think I think Alfarado indeed is going to be better going on in the season. And uh, if if Tabor is going to be too early, yeah, maybe. But if it's going to be a tactical race and it's going to be a bit slower race, maybe she can uh, she can use that as her advantage and, and, and get a good result out. Yeah, I do agree that she's working towards the championships right now. The World Cup classification is gone for her, same for the Super Prestige and the X2AO. She is already pretty far behind, so the World Championships is really what she is working towards. However, there is another name coming over from across the ocean, 
Magalie Rochette, she did good in the USA World Cups. This parkour should, in my opinion, also suit her because she likes a bit of hills here, a couple of steps, a couple of hurdles. I think we could see her compete for the top 10 because the impression she gave me in the USA was really good. I, I think I think uh, Rochette will be, you know, will be on, 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 on a good level for sure. She, she had been winning uh, some races overseas in, in the United States. So... We will see. I think uh, it's 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 hard to say if she's gonna be from the first race uh, in Europe gonna be in the top ten, but I I think she will definitely be there. And like I said, if the race is gonna be slow, it's gonna be tactical attacks. You know, you never know what's gonna happen then, and then everybody has a chance and a shot to to have a very good result. So let's see. I think if it's gonna be a slower race, for sure she has a chance. If uh, Betsema or Brandt think uh, to open the race halfway through very early, yeah, then, then it's going to be, I think, a little bit more difficult. Peter, are there any Czechish women we should look out for in this race? <laughs> By us, it's now a little bit problems uh, with uh, good riders in elite and good riders in the women category, men category. On uh, women category, Many years back was good, Pavel Havlíková, but she, I don't know, already uh, have in good condition. We will see how it will be with her for future. And then we have uh, really many generation problems. So now beginning be good uh, young rider. She's first year in category under 23, Kristina Zemanová. She is for us a little bit combat in Toy Toy Cups. Now she was eighth in category under 23 women on European champions. And other women, she do, she do uh, discipline mountain bike and uh, cyclocross, but not concentrated on one uh, discipline. And it is a little bit uh, bad and problems because uh, when we don't really have concurrence between Czech women, Czech riders, it will be bad because when we coming to uh, foreign countries on the race, is there uh, hard because they go really hard race fast. And when is here in Czech uh, small concurrence between uh, riders, it is also in between uh, men, when it's race men. It is uh, difficult and stupid because uh, when we coming on Belgium or Holland, they go fast. They go fast every weekend. Every uh, weekend they have a hard race. Uh, these riders in uh, in Holland in Belgium, when we coming there one time or two times on uh, month, it is difficult to uh, adapt this uh, fast tempo. I think that's definitely an important thing and we'll talk about that a bit at the end. For now, we should stay focused a bit on the racing here in Tabor. I would like to mention Clara Honsinger still for the women's race. She came off a third place in Overijse. What do you think that she can do here in Tabor? Honsinger needs to have a, um, a, a slow race. I think she needs to get in a rhythm. If she's getting the chance to get back in the race and it's not going to be a fast start, it's going to be a bit slower... I think with the climbing sections she wouldn't do bad, but it's uh, it's it's hard to say. You know, we we have to wait and see if 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 one of the the, the stronger women are gonna take the race in their own hands, and if they don't do that, I think then they they will have a, a very hard time in the last few laps to 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 have Honsinger not on the podium. 
Earlier we mentioned that there were three big favorites, but I mean we didn't really mention Puk Pietersen then. I do personally think that Puk Pietersen is in a very good form at the moment. Of course she did crash at the European Championships, but I think that will make her extra eager. The parkour and tower should really suit her in my opinion, especially with those hurdles. I think she will be the only one or one of the only ones trying or actually even jumping them. Hurdles here in Tarbor are of course very difficult considering you have this steep banking up and then on top of that the hurdles which makes you basically jump a lot higher and then after that the climb it will definitely be an advantage for her. I'm looking forward to see what she can do. I wouldn't be surprised to see her fighting for a podium or maybe even a win. Yeah, I think that uh, like you say, uh, Peter say is one from many women who jumped see her last year that uh, she tried jumping many times she uh, jumped first uh, hurdles and for second hurdles uh, she haven't uh, speed so we will see how it will be how it will be this year and uh, she's one from uh, many she can be for future world champions many times and uh, she can be top rider so but about still about still uh, about still program i think that uh, for uh, organizer for world cups is important for future young categories it is important concentrated because uh, from these young categories like is uh, junior women junior men uh, can be concurrential for future now it's important like uh, you spoke that uh, Clara Hunsinger is between uh, Holland, uh, between Dutch uh, women on uh, top five. Also, it's important that uh, Kate Blancavas. It's important for uh, women cyclocross, and it is necessary be also for for uh, men cyclocross. Uh, yeah, now still we wait if it will be Tom Pitcock on start. Maybe she, maybe maybe he coming on, on during uh, December, and uh, these riders cyclocross need must be more international, more international like it was before many years. We'll talk about that internationalization a bit more at the end of the podcast when we can go in on the youth races as well. For now, let's make some predictions. Peter, you are our guest, so go ahead, take the prediction, take the floor, make your predictions. Uh, I think I don't know. It's it's difficult. Like we spoke uh, from me, Lucinda Brandt, uh, Lucinda Brandt, uh, Puk Pietersen, uh, Blanca Kitwas. And Isam, what do you think? Um, it's hard, eh? But um, I think you know. N- normally, there is there is no one that can that can beat a good Brandt. So I I will go with Brandt and then. I think in second it's just gonna be Betsuman and third. Uh, let's hope for Vash that she can get on the podium. I will be mixing things up a bit. I will be going here with the win for Puk Pietersen ahead of Catablanca Vash and then third place for Lucinda Brandt. Let's talk about the men's race a bit then now. Do we think that Lars van der Haar is the big favorite after his win? Or do we think that Izerbeet is, is able to bounce back from a disappointing European Championship? I think that now uh, Lars uh, will be have a good uh, mental 
thinking and I believe because uh, he he win I think already one time in uh, Tabor and uh, he will be feel strong now and uh, uh, can be on uh, top three again maybe win uh, will be there again I think that Ali uh, Izer will have better day on on uh, on uh, European champions also Ton Ars uh, don't will be uh, want missing on podium uh, Quinta Hermans have good season. So we will see how how uh, men will be have tactic. Yeah, there it is uh, also about uh, who really have power. He try make attack and maybe will be front one or two laps. And it's important how it will be with uh, weather. If it will be if it will be windy, it is difficult to try attack and uh, go front and uh, try go to the finish alone. But we will see. We will see how it will be. Still, I believe that can be also Michael Boros uh, from Czech uh, because it, it will be important for uh, for uh, Czech fans. And when he will be front, uh, he they give him uh, power, and it is also special for us to be on front uh, Czech rider. Yeah, I I think that um, that is that it's you know for Van der Haar with this european jersey you're obviously gonna have a boost it's it's giving you a boost when you wear a a, a national jersey or a now european jersey so i think he's he's gonna be good he's definitely gonna be be up there i think either beat is not going to have the same bad day as he had on the european championship so he's gonna be good as well he likes the parkour so i think we are going to a race with a couple of favorites because i think van turnout uh, I think he was winner of last year. He's probably going to be in 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 good shape. He, he seemed to be okay on the European, so I think Van Turenhout also someone to watch out for. And Tonarts obviously, and Hermans. So we have we have a lot of names, and let's hope for Boros that he can, uh, with the Czech fans, to be able to get in a top ten. Because I think you know it's always good to have a top ten with not only Belgium, not only Belgium and Dutch riders, but also with uh, some other uh, countries. Yeah, I do agree there about Boros. He's having a pretty solid season. He was good in Zonhoven, just outside of the top 10. And then at the European Championships, he crashed. But he did ride a good comeback race. He finished just outside the top 10 there as well, if I'm not mistaken. So, especially considering the absence of the Belgian under-23 riders as they ride their own race. And also Dubot, who ended in the top 10 of the European Championships, is not here. He prefers a Coupe de France. Yeah, with all those riders not there, I could see Boros end in the top 10, and if that means that there is a big group at the front, yeah, Boros could be in it. Will he podium? Nah, probably not. If he ends in the top 5, I would be very surprised, but if he ends 8th or 9th, or even 10th, I think he's done a very good job. About the race itself, more towards the front, I do expect a tactical race, because as Petter just said, the parkour looks to be pretty fast at this time of the year. And I expect the names at the front to be the guys you just mentioned, Van der Haar, Iserbeet, Van Tournout, etc. I don't expect the world of Don Art. He hasn't made a great impression this season, at least that's what I feel from it. However, he can surprise us, but I do look more towards his teammate. Van der Haar will have wings from that European title, finally getting a big win again. So I expect him to do really good here, and he will probably fight it out, in my opinion, with... Iserbeet who bounces back a bit, but I think Van Turenhout and Hermans look to be the two strongest guys throughout the rest of the season, so 
I would expect those guys at the front, but it will certainly be a close battle, a tactical one, which should be fun to watch. If we were then to make a prediction out of this big list, who would you guys go for? Uh, like I spoke, I believe that uh, will be a good morale. Uh, Lars uh, van den Haar uh, will be there also. Michel van Turenhout and Elisabeth. These three guys on podium. I think, I think that is that is a very very good prediction to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I I'm not going for the same. I think. I think Van der Haar is going to be good. I think he's going to be on the podium, but I think he's going to be second or third. Um, I, I I think that um, that Easer beats wants revenge after the European Championship. So maybe I think Easer beat will win, and then second for Van der Haar and and third uh, Van Turnout. I do agree with better that Lars Van der Haar is going to be on fire here. He is going to storm to the victory in that European Championship jersey. So and I said that he thinks it will give Van der Haar a boost, and I agree. So he will take the win, and then in second place, just like last week at the European Championships, Quinton Hermans. And then for third, hmm, Isabit or Van Turenhout. Let's take Van Turenhout. We covered the men's and women's race, so now we can focus on the things that we left out until the end. The internationalization of the sport, the state of Czech cyclocross in terms of talent... Could you elaborate a bit on what you have seen in terms of talent development in men and women junior and under 23 categories? I believe that we find talent, uh, we, we find some talent, but uh, it was also difficult for this category last year that uh, they start only on one World Cup in Tabor and win Matej Stransky. He can be maybe from, from Czech now for future some stars but uh, it is about hard uh, work and uh, now it is uh, for him it, uh, difficult that he last year win the category junior race and now beginning category under 23 so you know that it is four years uh, different so first years uh, first year is hard but uh, he can be for us uh, for future for future, Matej Stransky. So here the audio of Petr cut out, but he is talking about Matthias Kopecki. Many problems with uh, with crashes, and uh, I hope that for now November or December he will be in good condition. These two names uh, can be for future from from young category junior, and about uh, women, uh, like I spoke on the beginning. Now uh, is good Kristina uh, Zemanova, maybe Julia Kopecki. It is daughter from Thomas and Matthias Kopecki. They begin also in uh, young categories. Thomas Kopecki have uh, silver medal from world champions in Falkenburg. And Matthias Kopecki this season in, in, in Sobra he win he win Czech champions on road, but uh, also he was really good uh, talent uh, for cyclocross. They these brothers concentrate more on on the road uh, section, but Julia Kopecki can be also for us uh, stars uh, for uh, women category. I think it's definitely good to see that there's young talent coming through from the Czech Republic. Of course, Czech Republic used to be one of the at some point even the leading country within cyclocross and now it's kind of disappeared and 
I mean, it's in a way good that the World Cup in Tabor is still there because I've heard a lot of talks about, oh, we should only go to countries that have star riders that tr- attract massive crowds. But it's very easy to do that. And this comes together with the talk about the national series of countries like, oh, but they have a national series, so it doesn't matter. But if you are a young kid and you kind of enjoy cycling, or even if you don't, if there isn't this big race that attracts all the big riders. I don't think you are ever going to be really sucked into the sport and that would be a pity because I think these races, especially in countries that have a base and a history like Czech Republic and in another extent Swiss, France, they have an added value on the calendar and it's really important for them to be there. So at least one time a year we can see or these people and young riders can see the top riders and compete with them at least once because financially it also isn't easy for everyone from Czech Republic to make the trip to Belgium. Some maybe might be able to go one or two times or with the federation but I can imagine that that's not easy and that then at least they get one chance to show what they're worth. It is difficult now with <clears throat> this situation. I know, I understand that uh, it's a problem with uh, money, with start money. But for us is problem when we go to Belgium and uh, we must pay everything like transfer, like uh, hotel, like mechanics. And you can do one time, two times, but not can do every week. And it is uh, still that we have here Czech series, Toy Toy Cup. Is there category C2? Is there some money? Is there points for UCI ranking? And uh, when we have this race, it's important for us to start here and then go to Belgium. It is for these young people really hard because when they coming after Saturday, when they have race in Czech and then go to Belgium for uh, uh, Sunday, like for World Cups, it not can be good uh, condition because here go with, uh, with this concurrence. Go Saturday race and when they coming to the sun, to the uh, Belgium and have their race Sunday, it is hard. So it's many problems there, but uh, that's life. We must slowly go step by step back. But we believe that we find some uh, talent, some uh, stars from Czech and can be on on uh, top uh, five, top ten, like in category women like in category men yeah, because uh, i think that for cyclocross missing uh, international top five top ten is there only riders from belgium and holland and uh, now lost uh, cyclocross lost uh, international uh, riders and it is i think not uh, good for future and now beginning be a little problem because when you see on results and on when you see uh, when you watch on on uh, world cups on television it is not like not like uh, like it was before uh, 10 uh, 20 years that cyclocross was top discipline was there uh, many countries on uh, on head I definitely agree there. The sport lost its international image. There were plenty of riders from the Czech Republic, Simonek, Bina, yourself, Stibar. This is just a couple of them. There were also riders from this, from Switzerland, a couple of French riders, German riders that could compete. And now it's mainly Dutch and Belgian riders. But 
if I were to give my opinion, it all comes down to this one thing. In Belgium, every weekend, you already said it, there's top racing. And if you are in Belgium, you can live at home, step in your car on Saturday, drive to a top tier race, which is on TV, drive back home, sleep in your own bed, and the next day you can do the same. If you're in the Czech Republic or in France or in any other country, well, you can be lucky if there's one or two races in the weekend, and then even then you need to travel and it costs quite some money. So it's just kind of an unfair, well, it's not really unfair, but unfair between the brackets. It's not the fairest thing, like Belgium just has the center of the sport in its country and it makes it super hard for other countries to even compete with that. Yeah, that's true. You must find some family or some uh, people around you. And then when you will be live in Belgium or in Holland, uh, you can go uh, on top 10, top 5. But uh, it is not like uh, it was before 20 years when I start Saturday on the race in Czech and Sunday I was on uh, on start on uh, super prestige like uh, Rudeworde or Chiten. It is a difficult, difficult uh, situation. But uh, we will see. For me, it is not uh, not good when I see like cyclocross go down. But also, it is about that is 16 World Cups for elite, and uh, for young categories only five. But like I say, it is about organizer, about uh, money. I, I think money is indeed the, the most important thing at the moment because you have to pay so much to organize a race. Too much. Um, and they don't look into, you know, the internationalization, the growing the sport. They look only for a cheap kind of way of organizing something. Yeah, for business and to make sure that they will earn money. So, yeah, it's a shame because I think the junior categories are the most important categories for cyclocross because from there they can grow and and, and, and become superstars and, and get in a top 10 and in a top 5 and... Uh, I, I totally agree with that. I think you're right, Isam. The juniors category is probably one of the most important categories in terms of development. And it's very good to see that there is a pretty talented generation coming through from the Czech Republic. I saw a couple of riders racing at the European Championships on the Vanberg. I really liked what I saw there because I saw really t- talented riders in terms of technique. I mean... Sure, some maybe weren't the most powerful, but they were still around the back end of the top 10. Some crashed and rode a good recovery race after that. But what I saw was the technique. There weren't many technical features on the course, but the ones that there were, they did it really well. And in my opinion, that's the most important thing in the juniors category. Because you can always train for power and speed, but the technique, you're in a way born with it. You have the feeling or you don't. And what I saw here was positive however i hope that they will stay within the cyclocross sport because we've seen it that there's plenty of riders that combine it with mountain bike and or road and i mean tupailik is probably the example of that we all remember him having good results in the youth categories and then he chose for the road so Peter, do you think that these riders will stay in cyclocross or will they eventually choose for the road yeah, Adam Jupalik was uh, also a big talent from from Czech. Uh, he was uh, on the first year on the generous category. He was uh, third. And uh, year after, he have uh, he win uh, World Cups, juniors category. 
and uh, before world champions he was top uh, favorite but uh, it was it was difficult for him that uh, uh, mentality and psychic uh, before race uh, he was down and uh, after start on world champion on world champions it was in uh, Hogerheide in the Dutch he after start after one or two laps uh, he uh, stopped and then he concentrated still two years on uh, cyclocross uh, have still medal from uh, soldier 2016 then concentrate then beginning concentrate for road and now uh, everything concentrated on a road so he was big time from Czech Republic and uh, everybody see Zdeněk Štybar. Zdeněk Štybar win two times cyclocross title and after this he go uh, on a road. He begin be good on road, still 2014 go back on only one race in the season. It was uh, a legendary race with uh, Sven uh, Nice. It was amazing race. That's Zdeněk coming only for this race and it was perfect race and uh, just before finish uh, Sven make a mistake and Zdenek uh, win but uh, everybody now from Czech riders following from cyclocross to Zdenek Stibar it is why we haven't now really good uh, riders uh, two generation they go from cyclocross to uh, to uh, road but uh, they think that it will be easy to be on the uh, road. I know Zdenek, I was him with team, I was uh, with him on when he was young on the national team. He make everything hard, hard training, hard concentrated. It is not only about uh, training on bike. He do many trainings like running, like uh, fitness like some uh, power training this is uh, why it's only once the next bar because many riders only talking about uh, that will be good rider that will be make hard training but Zdenek uh, do these things really hard so i don't know i believe that we will be have for future some talent but Zdenek uh, Stibar not born every year every 10 years every i don't know <laughs> we will see how it will be i think you're right and to accomplish that do you think that the calendar of czech races might need to be adjusted a bit because i don't know how to pronounce this name but on wednesday there's a toy 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 cup in Feseli, not Luzne. yeah i think yeah, yeah, yeah. What if that race would have been the day before Tabor? It's really close to Tabor. Like, I don't know the budget. I know that it's hard to have money, so I don't know if it is realistic. But if this race would have been on Wednesday, on the day before Tabor, and it would have been on TV, I think a lot of top Belgian riders would have wanted to start there because they can get some UCI points when they are in a foreign country far away. So maybe that way it would have been better because then you have one weekend of racing in Czech Republic. In Czech Republic, they see the big riders more times. For the riders, they have a bit more UCI points and perhaps a bit more prize money. So it would be a win-win. 
I know, I know what you mean, but uh, Agentura Cyclistica, he is uh, organizator of the Toy Toy Cup. And uh, we have uh, 17 November uh, for holiday. It is for us some, uh, I don't know what was, it's holiday day. It is free day. And uh, organizator want uh, that on the weekend, we can go to a race to, uh, is now hit now, is Coxide, is uh, some race in Slovak, is race in Poland. So uh, they take uh, many race, what we have uh, like 28, uh, 28 October, we have also holiday, but uh, this year is some problem with, uh, with this day. But uh, organizer was many years on give on these holidays. Yeah, so it is questions why don't give it before. It is not like in Belgium uh, because uh, also uh, for Toy Toy Cup is important start their young categories. And uh, it is not like Bel- Belgium that you can do before hard race, still small race. Yeah, because uh, Agentura Cyclistica have everything for uh, start and finish and it's not possible to do uh, with one uh, things go to Western Lusnici. It is 30 or 50 games uh, from Tabor, yeah? but they need everything already prepared in, uh, in uh, Tabor on track. It is about material, so it is not like in Belgium, that uh, in Belgium is many materials for start and finish, uh, like uh, Girivan and uh, these things. Yeah, then it's pretty simple, without materials you can't organize a race, so it makes more sense now. However, I do hope in the future that if interest increases and sport grows again in Czech Republic, that we can see perhaps a double weekend there possible, but that's something for the future. I would still like to make a final mention, however, on the World Championships that are going to be held in Tabor in just over two years' time. Do you think that this might be the impulse that the sport in Czech Republic needs? Yeah, yeah, but we must uh, prepare some good rider, riders and uh, believe that uh, for us it will be this uh, champions uh, important for start uh, top cyclocross uh, riders from Czech. Are you maybe looking at Jezek then, who rides in the juniors men category? Uh, Jezek, uh, toy, it is uh, Václav Jezek, it is uh, son from Václav Jezek. We was uh, many times uh, with him in Belgium, but uh, we will see now he has problem with head. Uh, he start already uh, on some small races in, uh, in Belgium. Uh, I think that he was already in uh, Rudeborde. There was not good day, but the next day in Zonhoven, in the junior race category, I think that he was six or seven. Yeah, and now uh, they calculate uh, before European champions that he can be on top five, top ten, but uh, he was not good prepared and uh, have a good start and after two laps he stopped that uh, have two times crash and uh, had to go down and uh, he stopped so we will see we we have many this uh, small talents but nobody go up to category under 23 and then to category elite well do you perhaps know what would be needed to change that? 
I think that uh, although it is not about cyclocross, it is already about uh, summer program. Uh, in, in Czech is uh, a cup for uh, cadets and juniors category, but uh, like I say already on on the beginning podcast, we haven't so big uh, concurrence between riders, and uh, and it is problem. Uh, you know how it is with Belgian riders, uh, with Dutch riders when they on start. So they won't be top because they go every race about some contract for future. And other riders won't be also be in Belgium. They won't go to Belgium for sign some contract, contract but they haven't uh, good uh, condition already from, uh, from summer. So here it is also difficult that uh, it's necessary to have good summer program and uh, hard summer training and then must come and prepare for cyclocross. It is not about cyclocross beginning on uh, end August or beginning September. For us, it's important. Like I was when I was in Czech team or in the Fedea team, it was about program in summer, and you we must have good summer program uh, for prepare body for future for cyclocross. So now it's for us uh, long way and uh, hard uh, hard way prepare the riders for uh, Cyclocross uh, World Champions 2024. Well, let's hope that it all works out and uh, we will see some Czech talent at the World Championships in Tabor. Peter, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Also, thank you for invite and uh, thank you that you hear it and I wish for uh, every Cyclocross uh, uh, good healthy. It is important at this time and I hope that uh, we will be have every races, uh, not will be nothing race cancelled and we can't uh, celebrate from every weekend, every race. Isam, thank you as well for being here. Yeah, no worries. And uh, thank you, Dlask, for, for joining the podcast. It was really a lot of interesting stuff you came up with. Thank you, man. And with that said, we can wrap up this episode of the Cyclocross Social Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you have any comments or anything to note on this podcast or in general, feel free to leave a rating if you're listening on Apple or send an email to noah at cyclocross.com. That's with three S's at the end. Or you can also fill in a contact form on our website, cyclocross.social. I hope you could all understand it. I think Petter did a very good job in explaining it. Although his English wasn't perfect, in my opinion, we could still follow it. Tomorrow we'll be back with a podcast about the Super Prestige in Niel. And then for this weekend, we are still in doubt if we will make a podcast about Leuven, but certainly about the podcast in Tabor. See you guys then. Goodbye.